0: Hello, I'm Speak Up Dana, your host for the hilariously unemployed podcast. These podcasts actually originate as LinkedIn audio events. It was very important to me that I have these events on LinkedIn because my ultimate goal is to get someone interviewed or hired through this podcast and the events. I think it's so hugely important that we're using a social media platform dedicated to professionals and career. If you'd ever like to join us for a live recording of the hilariously unemployed feel free to connect with me on linkedin dana duckworth and you too can ask questions of myself and my guests like you hear me reference in the episodes when i say i'm bringing somebody to this stage all right y'all it's time for the show please enjoy the hilariously unemployed Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me yet again, spending your Friday with myself. I am your host and favorite opportunity speaker, Speak Up Dana, aka The Big Speaker. I'm excited that you decided to join us yet again to uh, join us on this audio adventure, Turn Podcast, now available to you all on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, and Stitcher, If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review on one of those platforms. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So just a reminder of the purpose of these events, I really want to support others, other opportunity seekers like myself who are dealing with the impacts of layoffs, employment gaps, terminations, and those looking for their next role. Just a few updates about what's been going on. This week has been absolutely amazing, and I'm so thankful and grateful to my community of folks here on LinkedIn and outside of LinkedIn who have really supported the podcast, really supported the LinkedIn audio events, um, from things like sharing my podcast or my audio event with somebody else who's unemployed to sending me guest suggestions, getting people booked for my show. We have several more episodes that are already booked, so I'm so grateful also, to the joyful leader who sponsored my latte habit this week, thank you so much for the Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Without your support, I don't know that I would have been able to power through some of these days, so I really, really appreciate you. We're also hitting another huge milestone today, and I'm so excited, and that's why I had to make sure that Donja got up onto the stage. Thanks to my wonderful connections and this wonderful platform called LinkedIn, this is our first ever sponsored episode. And I am so grateful and thankful that Brent Williams decided to come to my event one day and said that Multifamily Insiders would be happy to sponsor this episode. So your girl got sponsored, y'all. And I'm excited to welcome my fellow Virginian, Donja, to the stage to just share a few words about the amazing Multifamily Insiders community. Donja.
1: Hey, y'all. It's so good to see everybody. And Dana and Stephanie, I couldn't be more excited to be with two of my favorite people. Um, And to be clear to everybody listening, I'm not an employee of Multifamily Insiders, but I am a member of this great community. So I wanted to share just four little things that I get out of being in Multifamily Insiders, um, which is a community that has a website and on Facebook and here on LinkedIn. The first thing I get, obviously, And what Dana is experiencing as well. And also, the second time I met Stephanie in person was through one of these events is networking and net weaving. So if you're looking to grow your multifamily community, you'll meet great people like we have here in this group. You'll get to talk to them um, and they can make a difference in your life. I know Stephanie has made a difference in my life just being there. Um, So I appreciate that about Multifamily Insiders. The second thing is, oh, sorry. Did you want
0: to? No, girl, go. Okay.
1: (laughs) The second thing is um, answers and ideas. So in 2020, I actually did an hour-long presentation for my local association of things that I have learned and found on the Multifamily Insiders Facebook group, which is ShareSpace. I was able to cover marketing. Some maintenance tips, some operations tips. it is an amazing resource for anyone who is in multifamily. Um I also the third thing I also kind of like to share my experience just like data is doing with hers here. I've been in multifamily for. Oh gosh, way too long. (laughs) Um, so I like to talk about my experiences and what I've been through and share things with my community. So I really appreciate that multifamily insiders is a space where we all share our ideas and grow. So it's kind of like a creative outlet for me. I like to write blogs. You can write blogs on the um, website and share those. And then the final thing that I get from Multifamily Insiders is top notch educational sessions from industry experts. So every Wednesday there's a webinar. Stephanie's been on it. I don't know if you've done one yet. Have you done one yet? (laughs) Not
2: (laughs) yet.
1: Hit, 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 For 2024 here getting that name down um me and Tammy Longo here in Virginia did one this past year it's a great experience but I've also attended several of them and got so many great ideas for my job to share with others um even if you're not in operations as a vendor you can get some great ideas and just general education from these Uh, Wednesday webinar. So I just wanted to encourage you to support Multifamily Insiders. I really get a lot out of it. And I hope you join us and start conversing with us over there.
0: Thank you so much, Donja. And again, I am immensely grateful and thankful to the amazing folks over at Multifamily Insiders for sponsoring this. All right, Donja, I'm going to kick you off the stage now. I am so thrilled to be here with my guests today, but before we get started, I want to just give you all some housekeeping. Should you need captions for today's audio event, you can click the three dots at the very top of the live box, and that will provide you with your caption options. If you want to invite somebody to the Hilariously Unemployed because they need a little kiki on a Friday, please do so by clicking the invite button on the very bottom and sharing this with your connections. We'd love to have them here. Also, the first part of our event is audio only, so it'll just be me and Stephanie chopping it up, and then we'll allow for you all to come on stage, so I'll give you a warning about 10 to 15 minutes before we wrap to start raising your hand so you can join us on stage with either questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to give your girls another sponsorship or a Dunkin' Donuts card, <laughs> um, I'm available for all of those things. All right, Stephanie, let's get this thing cracking. I'm so excited to welcome you. You have over 25 years of experience, you're very energetic, you're very passionate, you're a true expert in this field, you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody and know everybody, and from what I've learned through our time together, your laughter is really contagious and could probably be heard miles away. So Stephanie, say hello to our guest and welcome to the show.
2: Hello, everybody. Dana, you nailed it. <laughs> Loud laugher is in my bio for a reason, yeah. and if you know, you know. Many of people have come up to me at a conference and said, "I heard you laughing from across the room. I knew you were here. I knew where to find you." So it's you know, it's it's a little bit of my brand. What can I say? Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be here. I first of all, I have a face for audio, so
1: I respect the audio. <laughs> Ciao. I didn't have to be my hair. I didn't have to put makeup on. This is
2: my medium I'm <laughs> you right now. So thank you for having me. I am stoked and I love all these people that are here supporting us. Thank you to MFI as well. Um my per- partnerships with Brent and Felicia and Donja and all those guys has meant a lot to me and I almost cried when Donja said about us meeting so um but this isn't a
0: cry fest this is hilarious no tears on the hilariously unemployed unemployed. (laughs) okay let's go ahead and get into it to the hilarious part uh how long have you been hilariously unemployed please tell the people
2: Well, this go round, Dana. I have been hilariously unemployed since June 20th. Mm -hmm. Our company went through a merger dissolution into another company, and it just did not quite work out for a one to one position. And so I said, I will go
3: ahead and and go back out on my own for a little while and see what's going on in the marketplace.
2: So I have been hilariously unemployed just about. a little under two months
0: at this point. Welcome to the marketplace, sis. Um my, uh, my expiration date of my employment was June 30th, so uh, not as long as you. You got me by a few days. Uh, <laughs> all right, so in your hilariously unemployment and what we've talked about previous is that you've had a million roles, right? Like you've done tons of things within this industry. yes. But one of the things that I want to talk about and see if this is something that you're tapping into now, because it's exactly what I did. Okay. No formal employment. Let me be an entrepreneur and start my brand and push this. So can you talk me through your decision um, when you first moved from an organization to being an entrepreneur with Savvy Leasing?
2: Yeah, so it's so funny that you asked, because when, when you said, how long have you been hilariously employed, I said this time, because several years ago, I went through a layoff situation, and at that time, I said, you know what, I I mean, I'm going to start making money for myself instead of other people. Like, yeah, I'm going to be, and what I called it was, edupreneur, because oh. I'm Savvy Leasing, yes, <laughs> edupreneur, because Savvy Leasing um, is a consulting, sales training, training company. And so I branched out on my own and I, and I did that and I did it for three years and I loved it in a lot of ways. I was able to take a 30 day long road trip with my children mm-hmm. because I was able to work remotely and, and book uh, speaking gigs and things like that in other States. I mean, I was able to kind of make that work and it was great while it lasted, but there's no shame in preferring a W2 gig.
1: Facts. Okay. Facts. There's
2: not. Okay. It is not. And I miss the stability and the support that came from a W-2 job. I really, truly did. And entrepreneurship is really glamorized. But it isn't for everyone. And I think that that's okay to acknowledge, hey, you know what? I'm technically out on my own right now. I relaunched Savvy Leasing, and I'm doing some things on the website on the back end. But I am actively looking for a W-2 game. And... I am hilariously unemployed until that time comes. And I, I, you know, again, respect the hustle, but at the same time, it's not for everybody. And and it's okay to say that. It's okay to be like, hey, you know what? I want a job. Like, I want a W-2 job. I want a boss.
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely understand that, Stephanie, in this entrepreneur space. It's tough, like like you said. People glamorize it, like oh, you have your own. But yeah, it's just me. When I say we, I'm speaking of like a figurative we. It's just me here until 3 a.m. some mornings, doing all of the things and making everything happen. And your girl misses benefits and a consistent paycheck. Okay. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and you know, and you you don't. You're like, oh, I don't have a boss. No, you have like. 50 bosses, depending on how many clients you've For sure. Uh, exactly. Uh, and, and the people that, you know, again, I did it for three years and it was great. And, you know, like I was not that hard for me to kind of relaunch a little bit in this interim and down period. But, uh, you know, I am, I know, I know better now. So mm-hmm. now that I know better, I can be better and I'll be a w- W2 in it from, from, for the near future. <laughs>
0: Okay, Stephanie, so I want to go back to some hilariously unemployment talk. Uh, did you cry when you found out? And like, this could be the last time or any other time. What was your reaction? Because, you know, I boohoo.
2: You know what? I, I can't remember if this time I cried. I, there, actually, some of my coworkers are on here. Did I
0: cry? Let did me know. she cry? Uh, Please send uh, me a direct message. <laughs> you
2: no, know, I think that this time around you know, because it, I was out, actually only at this company since January. And I, I took a big leap to go over there. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I I cried afterwards, like once I knew my team was going to be sorted, for the most part, that was my biggest concern. And so once I knew they were going to be sorted and had jobs, again, for the most part, there were a couple of, of, of uh, with, you know, it wishy-washy ones but once I knew they were sorted then I started thinking about myself and I was like then I think I let myself break down a little bit also mm-hmm. I was on vacation in South Africa wow. during the layoff so I mean it's kind of hard to be boohooing when you're literally look I mean we had that trip planned for almost a year yeah when you're literally looking at you know the where the Atlantic Ocean and the Indian Ocean meet. So, uh, but I did, the last, one of the last times I was laid off was, which was about 13 years ago, which mm-hmm. was a different time. You know, that one was really emotional. And I cried and my whole team cried. And and that one really got me, I think, because you we were a lot younger then and it was my first experience. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe now being that this is kind of my third experience in 15 years of a layoff, <laughs> You know, I cried once I knew everybody else was good. Yeah. Well, you I can mean, take the time to do
0: it. That's marks of a true leader in our industry. So you wanted to make sure that everybody else was off the boat before you got into the life raft. Um, yes. <clears throat> that's amazing. This was my first ever layoff, Um So I was not well equipped. And child, I just boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. But then I sucked it up and I kept it moving. Um, I'm glad that you were on your beautiful vacation. I know I had some travel coming up. And of course, your first thought when you get laid off or you find out there's going to be any type of lapse in your income, you're like, I can't spend this. I can't do that. I can't. No, you should go because you need that time to figure out what you need to do for yourself to be mentally healthy and to have that resilience. So keep those plans because at least one more paycheck is going to drop into that direct deposit. All right, Stephanie, let's talk about some of the technology that has really helped you shape the job search process. I know you shared some things with me and I was like, Girl, I haven't even put my resume together because I'm so busy with all of my current opportunities. But give us some tips and some tools that have really helped you.
2: Okay. I'm so I'm happy to share these pieces with you all. This may be if you are hilariously unemployed, also, this might be where you take some notes because if you haven't heard of some of these tools or some of these tips, this might be a really good opportunity for you to play around after this show. So the first thing is I a lot of LinkedIn people have been talking about a software called TealHQ, dot com. And it's a free online software where it actually like attaches to your browser. So I can save jobs from LinkedIn or from Indeed or wherever I'm looking. I can track my progress of my job. So I can say, okay, I applied to this one. I plan to follow up on this date. Uh, I can talk about how excited I am. Maybe the conversations that I've had about it, you know, and just really track the entire life cycle of my application, including to the point where, I, I reject the opportunity or the opportunity rejects me, but it, but it gives me, it gives me a really like nice overview versus a spreadsheet, which I know a lot of people manage in a spreadsheet, but that can be kind of daunting and it, and it really might even prevent you from making those taking those steps that you need to take so this is just making it easier for you and it's cool too because it lives like right like i said right in your browser so you can save the job so easily and then go back and look at everything kind of take stock of where you're at there is an upgraded option from free to like 29 bucks a month. And I tried that too. That one identifies which keywords from the job posting are missing in your mm. resume. So you can modify and adjust. So I did try that too. However, 29 bucks a month may not be in the budget right now. Fair enough. Uh, you can also try another free tool. And I'm sure a lot of folks on this call have already used ChatGPT. For and sure. If you What are you waiting for?
0: Seriously, get on it.
2: (laughs) Get on it. And if you don't know, I'll just give you a quick overview. It's an AI engine, right? Artificial intelligence engine. You add prompts and any additional context. So for this particular one, I actually added a prompt that asked for any green flags or red flags in my resume and then uploaded my resume. And I got some really great insights. Into possible red flags, things that may have been getting me kicked out and immediately rejected through the employer's applicant tracking systems. And so, once I fixed those, I actually saw some positive impacts on uh, the next go round. I didn't, I didn't see as many med- as many immediate rejections. Let's just say that. So I think those red flags were, uh, you know, really impacting me negatively. So mm-hmm. Chat GPT really helped out with that. So. Truly, you go to Chat GPT and I think it's like open.ai or something. Open
0: AI, like yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then do a, do a link or do a uh, login. And then the prompt was, please analyze my resume for green flags and red flags. And then I copied and pasted my resume. And I took my name and things like that out because I'm not exactly sure how that stores all of that information. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And so I made those changes. And I'm just saying, like, single people on this call, perhaps you can take that Tinder bio, <laughs> drop it into chat GPT, and look for some green and red flags. I'm just saying.
0: 70, you, dropping, you dropping relationship advice. You dropping
1: job search advice. <laughs>
0: That is amazing. If you really want to go crazy with ChatGPT, man, just using some of the prompts or some of the personas and really going in. So, if you take the job description and you pop in whatever the job description is and say, make my resume fit this job description, ChatGPT will do the thing for you. So, really, it's a cheat code that, you know, regardless of how you feel about AI, this thing is saving people time, which Is a huge thing for us who are hilariously unemployed. I know people think you're unemployed. You're just hanging out all day. You have all of this time. But honestly, we don't because we're so intentional about what we're doing to get to the next place that we need to be. So, Stephanie, I want to go back to something. Can you talk to me about the rejection patterns? And what advice do you have for our listeners who are facing those rejection patterns?
2: Yeah. So, so when I fixed those red flags, I definitely saw a shift. So numero uno, like number one, like go and fix those red flags. And then I have also seen issues with the salary requirements. So Mm -hmm. because I've held a lot of different types of roles in the multifamily industry over the last 25 years, you know, sometimes I'm an individual contributor. Sometimes I've been a sales manager, a publisher, you know, a national program manager, all these different types of roles. Frankly, my compensation packages have been just as diverse. And so for me to actually say what my salary requirements are, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know a number, but when they don't publish them and I put my number in, I also see immediate rejections, mm. so I've started to play with it a little bit, mm-hmm. and I notice if it's not listed, if I go in with something a little higher or a little lower, sometimes if it lets me go back in and apply, some of them re- re- restrict that. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, um, but but I'll go and play with it a little bit and just see kind of what's you know what they're what they're really looking for, and if I'm open to that salary requirement, then why not go ahead and submit it? I just can we all agree that we need to just publish the salaries okay. please
1: pay can transparency please pay
2: transparency please please thank you can i get claps react guys react react, react. Yes, i see <laughs> Because I, like Dana just said, I mean, we're spending, even when we put our things into ChatGPT and it does some of the work, you still have to go and do all the configuration on your resume and you still have to actually like execute on what ChatGPT tells you and be thoughtful about it. It takes an hour to two hours, I, in my opinion, to put a really great application package together for a job I really want. And so... I can just apply in the easy apply for the jobs I don't want. And maybe some of them, I'm maybe I'm playing around a little bit just to see what happens. I'm, you know, wasting time. I don't know. But I, you know, I, I'm interested to see what kind of is going on behind the scenes. But if you're spending an hour to two hours, like I, I want to know that it's worth my, worth what I'm, what I want to be paid, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I we just need transparency in that area. It's It's been, that part has been really frustrating, frustrating to me because I do think that, Colorado and some of the other states that require it in the ads have done, have done right by people. And I think that if that should just be the minimum is to put a salary range in there. Yeah,
0: it definitely should be. And as a person who has sat on interview panels and interview boards for applicants, I am not looking at that application. I'm looking at your LinkedIn page and your resume. Um, so when I am applying for something and it has me to upload my resume and then tell me, tell me all the things that are on your resume that you just uploaded. It's like, I I feel defeated immediately because time is literally money right now. Yes,
2: that is definitely antiquated systems and everybody in people operations needs to get their, you know, what together and fix that because, I know that I think that there's part of a mindset of it's like weeding the people who don't really want it out. But what it's doing is it's weeding the people who care about their time and who want to be efficient. That's who it's weeding out. Cause it's like, you know, I don't want to, I'm not ready to work for a company that doesn't do better. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what else? Like, so the other thing is make sure that you're taking it. You, you said something Dana just now about, um, looking at, you know, kind of the LinkedIn and things like that. That's also on us hilariously unemployed side. That's our job too, is look at the hiring managers, LinkedIn, maybe reach out to someone, you know, in the organization, anything that you can do to get past the automated system and get to a human because any, any of us that are just on paper, it doesn't always represent who we are. We are more than one thing, right? Like that's kind of my theme throughout my TikTok and, 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 twitter and stuff is that we are whatever it's called now x (laughs) Um, but if i had said that's my thing on x would you have been like what's x (laughs) (laughs) stuff"? while you're hilariously
1: okay so we are
2: on more than one thing and so i've also found this other cool technology and i don't know if y'all have heard of it or not it's an online thing called link tree so it's um so my link tree is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash stephanie Ayler. and what it allows you to do is it allows you to bundle different things about you so my tree has a little video like a 48 second 411 on me that mm. i'm using instead of a cover letter wow so it and i can modify it and tweak it and like make it for a specific company if I want to. But right now, if you guys go to my link tree, it's... Well, don't do it right now. Do it after the show. (laughs) But uh, it's... It's, you know, giving you a little 48 second video on me. Then it, uh, then it has my LinkedIn, right? Dana, like LinkedIn is, mm-hmm. is huge.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It also has like my Calendly link if someone wants to book time with me. And then I went ahead and threw up a video replay of a speaking session I did in May because it was really interesting and different. And so I'm just kind of throwing different things into my link tree that I think might be important for somebody to see about me that's beyond the resume because we are more than one thing. So check that
0: out. Stephanie, that is fire advice for not only my audience, but me. I need to do that because so many times people will be like, well, can you show me what you've done? Um, yes. Specifically when it comes to speaking or facilitation or mm-hmm. any of the the many hats that I wear. So I definitely need to set up that link tree. That's great advice. I will also say that your LinkedIn, y'all, like literally, please, people without pictures, people without content, people who don't update it regularly. If your last employer was 13 years ago and you haven't been with them for 13 years, like update it, please. Because when you, when it is your time, when you become hilariously unemployed or you decide to make a transition from whatever organization, people who are sitting on those interview panels, people who are interested in you as an applicant, the first thing we're going to do is go and look at your LinkedIn. And I'm like, Well, does he still work here? What's the situation? I don't see any content. I don't see any posts. I can't really get a glimpse of who this person is outside of this black and white piece of paper we call a resume. I also like the idea of having video. For me, um, communication via via written format, I can do it, but I have ADHD, so it bores me. So I'm not going to give it my all. But if you ask me to do a video, oh, I'm showing up. And I'm acting out in that video. And you're going to be like, how do we get this girl into this organization? Because she's so dynamic and engaging. But that does not come across in any type of PDF I could ever send you. I could put a little razzle dazzle in a nice font, but it's not going to give you the essence of who it is that I am. So start asking for videos on those applications, people with all the opportunities Uh, for some of us that is a great form and make sure you have multiple ways for people to interact with your job listings job postings um we know that neurodiversity is a thing so some of us may want to do things by audio written we might want to be camera off during the interview we might want more technical skills assessments There are so many ways that you can show up for opportunity seekers just by giving them the opportunity to show up as their best selves for that application process. It would make it so much easier if they didn't say, please fill this out because my brain is just going to shut down. And they said, (laughs) girl, please uh, send us your YouTube channel. (laughs) i <laughs> like,
1: oh,
0: well, here you go. Here's some of my best of words.
2: That's that's so. This will hopefully the link tree hopefully bridges that gap a little bit. Yeah, because you know you can put that link right in your resume or right in the applicant tracking systems mm-hmm. and upload the link tree link, and then you know kind of have that have that play as well. So bridge the gap a little bit until employers catch up.
0: Yeah. Okay, Stephanie. So. We know you have 25 years of experience in multifamily, and we know that that has come with a ton of different organizations, different roles, and different things that you did. But when we talked earlier, um, before we joined the cast, we talked about you being a jack of all trades and kind of a master of none. And is that really a drawback? Because me, I do a lot of things. To not have a job, I have 42 jobs. Um, or 42 opportunities. So when I am trying to put together a resume or telling people what my skill set is, it's a lot. I'm that girl. So it's a lot that comes with me. (laughs) How are you able to avoid being that jack of all trades um, when you're trying to display yourself as an expert in a field or someone that they should want to be the authority on that?
2: Yeah, that's that's such a great question because with intention, like I diversified my skill set, right? Like I intentionally took different roles in different companies because I was like, "Oh, I want to really learn about product or program management or whatever it might be," right? And, mm-hmm. and kind of in, with intention took those roles, but it comes with the drawback that that's the impression that you that you are giving. Um, funny enough, when I say we're more than one thing again, by design, yeah. I wanted to learn all of these different skills that comes with these different types of roles, even though I'm in the same industry. So I, I would say I'm i I'm the master of, of, of multifamily. Like I have an expert on multifamily, but I'm also an expert in sales and customer service and all these things because those all trade skills are transferable. And, you know, when you're in sales, you also do these other things. It's not, one thing, Mm -hmm. I think that's the theme of today, more than one thing, you know, just because you're, you, you are in a sales individual contributor role doesn't mean that all you did was cold call, right? And so I think that if we can look past job titles, because also those aren't really always the best descriptive for what you were doing, Mm -hmm. um, really make sure that you're getting into results in your resume or video or link tree or wherever, whatever you're, you know, promoting yourself on, get into the results. So while I was a, you know, program manager or whatever the title was, I also launched standard operating procedures for the programs. Mm-hmm. I also did these other things that were successful and that gives you an idea of what those transferable skills are. So you just have to sort of get past misconceptions that one job title does this one thing and really help whomever is looking at your resume or whomever you're speaking with kind of understands what transferable skills you pulled out of that. But it's up to us. To put that, you know, pen to paper, that it's up to us. Like they're not, they're not going to make the assumption for you. You have to help them see it, or you and your friend Chat GPT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Stephanie, I'm going to go ahead and let you know I scheduled this for 45 minutes, but we're definitely going to the hour because I have more questions for you, and I hope you're not booked and busy after this because I need to hear what thoughts. <laughs>
2: Are good too we'll yeah. stick around for a little bit, yeah. from these guys as well, of
0: course. Yes, yes, yes. So, I want to talk about the dreaded thing. Did you find a job yet, or how's your oh. job search going? How are you handling this with humor and grace? Because, child, it makes me tired. I'm like, uh, I have all of these other things that I do, but
2: the job itself, no, seriously. When my like third tier friends are texting me about that only like they never text me about anything else and they're just like any news on the job front I'm like I want to throw my phone and I'm like I love you but how about you ask me about the podcast that I'm going to be on or how about you ask me about the improv class that I just started taking or whatever like I, I get it. Like I get it. They're, they care about me and I take, I know that they do, mm-hmm. but I also get that we are, my theme is coming through. We are not one thing. And that is not the only thing in my purview right now. And so I know that while we're hilariously unemployed, it might be, we might want to retreat a little bit because mm-hmm. of that question, Dana, because mm-hmm. we don't want to continue to field that question. But I have to ask any any of my other hilariously unemployed friends out there, we, we've we got to give ourselves a little bit of grace to, and and go ahead and retreat a little if you need to, right? Take that recharge time. But as you get up in your experience, as you get up in your salary range and things like that, you are going to, find your jobs out and about more organically. Like I am talking about getting past the ATS and all those things, but a lot of my opportunities have actually come from organic conversations when I'm Mm -hmm. out networking, just out and about. Like I have a big event tonight here in Phoenix called the Tributes Awards. There's 2,500 people that are gonna be at this event tonight. You know, I'm gonna probably get no less than 15, how's the job hunt going? And so I just, <laughs> I do have to make sure that I handle that with with grace. And and you never know what that question then leads to an opportunity for me. So allow yourself the minute in your head to be like, ah, again. Um, but definitely make sure that you recognize that these people are asking from a place of care. Mm-hmm. And again, they may know somebody or, or have talked to somebody like, oh, I just heard you know, Dana, that so-and-so was looking for, you know, a, a DEI um, expert for this particular opportunity. And and those conversations happen organically when you're out and about. So allow yourself a little time to retreat, but, you know, make sure that you're putting yourself out there, even if you're going to have to feel the how's the job hunt going questions. Just, I guess, suck it up.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, basically, you got to suck it up because, Uh, community is so important when it comes to this opportunity seeking space. And if you do shut yourself off, you are shutting yourself off from your pipeline. Like people know people who know people who know people. And if they know you well enough, they're asking because maybe they have something in mind for you. Um, People are not trying to be malicious when they're asking how the job goals and did you find a job and for me I lead with it um I always say oh girl I got no job Mm-mm. <laughs> so teachers that say still
2: hilariously unemployed
0: well like actually Stephanie I'm working on merch right now that will say <laughs> hilariously unemployed so if there is a merch sponsor in the audience that would like to sponsor that let I me know because I'm still merch. unemployed right I love it So it will say hilariously unemployed, and I feel like it should be a hoodie because if you're unemployed, you're probably at home in a hoodie. And why shouldn't it be (laughs) one of my hoodies?
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah,
0: I I wanted to go back to the thoughts that we had around community because we know that multifamily is such a big community and it's such a close-knit community. If y'all hear the dogs, I apologize. Amazon must be dropping off a package. But we know that our industry is one that's really built around solid, continuous, I mean, decades long friendships. Can you talk to me about the, the community of multifamily and how it supported you as you've navigated in different ways and different spaces in your career?
1: Oh, my
2: goodness. Well, I thought we weren't. Pr- There's no crying in hilariously unemployed podcast. Nobody can so,
0: see you. So silent tears only. Keep it G, Stephanie.
2: I am so blessed to have all of this time with these folks. Um, I mean, the people make all the difference, period. I mean, they really do. So even when I want to retreat, I'm getting the, hey, I have a ticket to this event. Why don't you come? Right. Mm. Like they know I'm hilariously unemployed. So instead of, you know, my company sponsoring me to go, I'm getting outreach from organizers of events and stuff. They're like, we want you in the room. Stop. Wow. Like we want you in, like literally, we want you in the room. And I mean, that feels, So I just feel so blessed that that's, that's where I'm at in my, in my career. And so I know that I'm going to find something great. I don't know when it's going to be because, you know, I, I want to make sure it's the right fit from both sides, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to stop kind of putting myself out there and, um, and, and giving back to the people that have given to me. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. I won't forget any of these folks that said, here's a ticket to this, Mm -hmm. you know, come to this. I want you in the room for this, you know, come on my podcast for this. Like I won't forget you. I won't forget any of the people that, you know, really like put their hand out to, to hold on to me while, while we're going through this thing. So that um, those, those connections mean a lot. And, and I promise myself, and promise you all, like, I love to give back and do the same on the, on the reverse side. Like mm-hmm. it just, it's, it's a natural part of the process is to then, you know, again, like organically connect people or whatever it might be, because it really is all about who you know and mm-hmm. how you, how you work with the people that, you know, when people say it's all who, you know, kind of gives me a little bit of like, Rub me the wrong way mm-hmm. it, but it's, it's who you know but it's also how you are with them right like yeah how how, how you are period mm-hmm.
0: how you show up in that relationship how you uh, show up. Um, I know Aishia and Ty they did a, a webinar on networking within our industry yesterday for the National Apartment Association and it's like it's all about authentic connections not just yeah. networking to have a big network but like who are you networking with and are you authentic in your interactions with that person. So shout out to them. I also want to say you just reminded me of, so I always thought that the perk that I miss most about being an employee of obviously healthcare and checks, but it was the the gym reimbursement because they were paying for my Peloton and now I'm paying for myself. But (laughs) you just reminded me of a thing that Miss, they used to sponsor all of my trips and pay for all of my travel and the tickets to go to the places and be in the spaces so yeah. that it might it be the part that i missed <laughs>
2: you're like i'm between companies right
0: now <laughs> like who should we put on your name tag just just dana no last name it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all So we're coming to that portion of our show where you can go ahead and start to raise your hands to get up on stage. But I do want to add a new segment to our show because I think it's important that I'm highlighting opportunities, specifically since this this particular episode is focused on multifamily. I'd be remiss if I didn't tell the people in the room that um, Inner Solutions and my girl Mo, who is on the call, they are going to be doing a career fair on August the 16th in Claremont, Delaware. Um, So please, 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 if you're interested in any of the roles in multifamily, um, Dover, Wilmington, Bear, and Claremont, that is where they're going to be located. They're hiring policing consultants, maintenance technicians, and porters. Mo, if you want to raise your hand, you can definitely come on stage if I messed up any of that. But um, you can text interview to 215-660-0277. I'd also like to welcome Brent to the stage if you want to join us. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. Please raise your hands, questions, comments, concerns for myself and my amazing guest, Stephanie.
1: We hold nothing back in case you didn't know.
0: No, we don't. Um, Also, Stephanie, um, if anybody on this call is looking to connect with you and has an opportunity for you, what's the best way that they should reach out to you and what would you want to tell them about your next opportunity and how it should find you and what type of alignment you are seeking for you to
2: say yes? Yeah. So LinkedIn's definitely the best. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Like I'm a big fan of the content and pro- producing content as well. So that's the greatest way to, to my email, my phone number, messaging, all that through LinkedIn is perfect. If you want to, if you want to know a little bit more about me, go to that link tree and my little 48 second video tells you a little bit about me. And then as far as an opportunity, I'm looking, you know, one of my, I, I'm looking to be of value, right? Like I want to contribute. I want to contribute to the people, their success. And that's just whether it's with clients, with, with a team under, you know, under my purview, whatever is, um, I can do all the different things and that's what I want though. Like I want to have a direct impact on people with, again, whether it's clients or whether it's teammates or whatever it might be. So. That's that's me, and I'll, I'll, I also always like to say, and you'll see this in my little video. I lead with heart and humor, and I think a couple of my PMG te- former teammates are on here, and they also know I also bring the hype. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> that's awesome! I love that so much. That was a great elevator pitch about you.
2: Come on, sis! Hello. <laughs>
1: Hi,
3: Dana. Hi, Stephanie. Hi,
1: Ty. Hello. Hello out
4: there that's listening, I just wanted to jump up here and say this has been, number one, hilarious. <laughs> I've been up in here tickled the entire time, and uh, kudos to you, Dana, just for continuously shining a light on, um, you know, being unemployed in this space. I am not unemployed right now, thank God, but I've been there, so- mm-hmm. Uh, In the multifamily industry, the best thing, um, I always like to come up and give advice and speak hope into people. This is the industry of relationships. So the best advice I can always give is to lean into your relationships, people, and continue to create great relationships. When I have been unemployed in this industry, I might not have always gotten the next job that I wanted, Mm. but I was always employed. I was always able to work. And now I am in a position where I get invited to work for a lot of jobs, but it's because of the relationships that I have with people. And uh, one of the things that I like that you said, Stephanie, is that the people in the industry that continue to invite you or say that I have an extra ticket, but what I really like is that you said, I won't forget those people.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Sometimes people get to the top and then they forget who was helping them. (laughs) So I really love that you said that, Stephanie, because I always remember who invited
0: you to the table and you will continue to be invited. Mm, thank you for that word, my good sis. Ty is right. definitely in my community of people who hold me up and lift me up throughout this entire process. And she's also the person like, oh, Danny, you're not getting no job. This, this is your job. This is what you're going to be doing. So <laughs> she's a constant reminder that I'm in the right place and in the right space for what it is that I'm aligned to do.
1: Okay, well, wait
4: a minute. Let me say one thing before you pass the mic, because since you opened that door, let me just walk through it. I do always tell Dana that, because one of the things that I, I started out as a leasing agent, like most of y'all did, and now I'm the AE for Arkansas, but I created a speaking business. We have been there. We have done that. We have the t-shirt to prove it in this industry. Mm -hmm. If there's anybody that should be facilitating classes or anybody that should be speaking on national stages. It should be us because we are the trailblazers and the people that have been through the trenches. So who are who is better? I mean, yeah. who is better to have a cleaning service in this industry when you've been a property manager and you walk walked units for years and you know how you want it to look? Mm-hmm. But that's got to be your ministry, though, because cleaning is hard. Yeah. So I'm not telling nobody. <laughs> and I'm not saying... Quit your job and continue to look if that's what you want to do but when God has a season for us he will shut a door and make you so uncomfortable to grow you nice. and what happened to you Dana that's that's exactly what happened to you because it wasn't something that you did to get you let go of a job it was something that just had to happen but it was with an amazing company that still respects you and all that you have to give to this industry, that's why you don't have time to work on your resume. That's why you don't have time to work <laughs> because the opportunities are coming and God has something greater on the other side for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm done.
0: okay thank you to my folks Ty Jackson y'all she always comes through with a word and if you missed her she was on episode 3 you can go and check that out on podcast platforms to hear more from Ty she also has her own podcast talking with Ty where you can learn a lot lot more from her so thank you so much for that time oh Oh, yeah tap in Next, next Tuesday I will be on talking with Ty talking more with Ty okay Mo you know Mo come on Mo
3: Hello. Hello. I always preach. Mm-hmm. Always. I mm-hmm. love it. I just wanted to hop on because of course, I want to say thank you so much, Dana. I appreciate you. I'm so proud of you. I literally tune in every Friday. I love it. I share. I tell so many of my friends, um, some people that I've connected with have been unemployed. Um, and I, you know, I I make sure that I uh, I send the link. But um, yes, yeah, uh, in regards to kind of what I do, I'm unique. I work with um, Inner Solutions. I am a firm believer. I help professionals with career advancement, employee engagement by connecting people, resources, and opportunities. And thank you, Dana. We mm-hmm. do have an amazing career fair. So if you know somebody in Dover, Wilmington, Bear, or Claymont, Delaware, who's really looking to gain a lucrative career in multifamily, tell them to holler at me because yeah. I am the person to. Really, really help people thrive in their career, uh, create some type of passion as well as a purpose. So, Stephanie, I already know you're well-connected. I already know <laughs> you about to do your thing. But if there's any way that I can help you, I am here.
1: Mm. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Look at that opportunities on opportunities, y'all. So if you're in the audience or you know someone who needs some employment and is in the areas that Monique specifically said, please reach out to her and make that connection. Um, she is that girl and she does that thing. Um, oh, Motel Inner Solutions that they can sponsor a future episode of the hilariously unemployed. Let um, Rashida and
3: Don't worry about
0: that. let Rashida and Jamal know to cut the check. <laughs> Don't Alejandra, come on up to the stage and talk to us, please.
1: Hello, hello. Hi. How's it going?
5: Um, I am honored to be in the you know in this session. Um, I actually had been communicating with Stephanie in the past about previous roles. So um, I myself, too, last year, found myself unemployed, uh, being laid off for three months uh-huh. um, during the holiday season, which was wow, not fun. Um, and I, you know, that was my first time in my whole career, uh, experiencing it. So it was really hard for me. And I think, you know, a lot of times when we go through different, difficult seasons, um, in our lives, I really believe that, you know, God, it puts the right people on our path, uh, to help us along the way. So I really love what you said to Stephanie about, you know, helping. I think you've always been, um, very helpful when it comes to like connecting people, Um, my question is particular for Stephanie. Uh, I was wondering, since you were also on the other side now of like, uh, you know, the property side, do you have a preference on what you want to do next? Like now that you've experienced both, like
2: what does your heart tell you? Mm. Oh my
5: goodness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It sure
0: is. I'm glad it wasn't for me, child.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I actually, so I started on the property side and when I started in my career, so 25 years ago, Alejandra, so I started as a leasing agent, like a lot of us and I loved it, loved it, loved it. Fast forward. I ended up on the supplier side because my company didn't have any properties in Arizona when I moved to Arizona. So that's actually the only reason I would have probably still been with that company. Like I my boss is still with that company. Like that was an amazing company that I worked for in Ohio. Um, And then I had an incredible opportunity, as you guys know, in January to come back to the operator side, loved every minute of it, but it was the hardest job I ever had. Mm. (laughs) Because, because it was, I mean, property management is hard. It really is. And I, I think that I knew that, but I forgot until I was back on that side of things. So when you ask me where my heart is, my heart is on that side. I would love to do something on the operator side again, but with 20 years on the supplier side, my opportunities seem to be more in that direction. Like that's where the the right fit seems to be today. But again, I'm, I'm open to something new and exciting. And I would love to have the conversation about people's success. Or engagement, or you know, whatever might be a good fit back on the operator side too. Like I'm open to those conversations. So thank you. That was a great question. Cool, cool.
5: Well, um, just so that everybody knows on the call, funnel Leasing is hiring. So we have a couple of open for sales for trainers, uh, for enterprise consultants. So. If you guys see anything that's interesting, uh, don't hesitate to reach out and connect with me. i will be more than happy to just share my experience here. I've been here since uh, January, uh, but more than happy to pass over, you know, that resume over to our internal recruiter. So if I can help with any way, let me know. Um, I'm praying that both of you guys find that next opportunity and that God opens the right door for you. You
1: are
2: so kind. Thank you. That was and finally, have got, I mean, you guys do the pink.
0: I like, know the pink is fire. I'm going to just yeah. let you know the pink is fire.
2: It's a great brand. Yeah. Great, great, great
0: Thank you so much, Alejandra, no, for no coming problem. up on stage. Um, that is exactly why I started this community platform, podcast, audio, whatever it is you want to call it, is to make these connections for somebody. my My ultimate goal is to get someone interviewed. And if they get hired, uh, I will feel like I have definitely done my job. So keep sharing the open roles with me. I want to make sure that I have a segment to promote open roles in all industries, not just multifamily. Um, so if anybody has anything that comes up or should be on my radar, let me know so that I can share that with my audience because this is why I'm doing this work, people. Anybody else want to come up on stage? I'm so thankful and grateful. This was an amazing episode for me. I can't wait to listen to it back and laugh at it. Uh, Stephanie. Um, but if it, no one else wants to jump up on stage, <laughs> give us the last words, Stephanie.
2: Do you want me to just record just my laugh for you so you can use it and, you know, like a yeah. dopamine
0: hit? I can use it as a laugh track. I can use it as a <laughs> laugh track. Anytime I do something funny in my life.
2: <laughs> I've, I've done that to people before. I recorded my laugh and sent it to former coworkers. Be like, in case you missed it.
3: <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Any final words for our audience before we log off of this episode five of the hilariously unemployed?
2: Dana, can I say something? Yeah. Thank you so much for creating this platform. It is such a tremendous relief, I think, for myself and other people to to feel like talking about being unemployed isn't a secret and Mm -hmm. it isn't shameful. It's Mm -hmm. hilarious, and it and it's. (laughs) It is what it is, right? Like we're doing our thing the best that we can. And again, it's not the only thing about us is that we're unemployed. It's just one of the things about us. But I appreciate that you you are like embracing it head on and you've created this really cool network of support and laughter, and I just want to thank you for having me on as a guest. Thank you. you
0: so much, Stephanie, and thank you for not forgetting me when you rise to the top. I'll be right there in the wings waiting. All right, y'all, this has been episode five of the hilariously unemployed. Join us back here next Friday at three p.m. I've been your host, Speaker Dana, aka the Big Speaker, and make sure you leave your girls some reviews on all of those podcast situations. I'm talking Apple, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, you name it. I can uh, accept a review there. So thank you and have a wonderful weekend, good folks. Bye.